Hi there, and thanks for tuning into my podcast. I'm Christina Stark, your host and queen of sparkle, where I share a gem of goodness on helping you find motivation and inspiration to improve your sparkle factor in 15 minutes or less. A bit ago, I talked about zones in my getting into the zone episode, which was four zones to be exact. These areas are always in process, meaning that once you move from one to another, the new air quote comfort zone expands and the other three again develop outside of it. A lot has happened in the past couple of months. So let me give you a quick recap because it's definitely made my husband and I go through all four zones in a short amount of time. I shared with you all our decision to move to Bali, Indonesia at the end of March. Well, as it happens, this little thing called coronavirus kind of derailed our plans. Just a few days prior to leaving for Southeast Asia, international travel was halted. Luckily, our tickets were credited, but we were now without a home, without a timeline on when we might be able to get to Bali. Weeks turned into months with overseas travel still not permitted. We had been living with my in-laws and out of a few suitcases. Um, By the way, I'm so grateful for my in-laws' generosity to have allowed us to stay with them for so long. But nearing the end of April, we knew we couldn't stay at their home for much longer due to a previous obligation they had made. So at this point, my husband and I had to find a place to call home while we figured out what to do while waiting for international travel to open up talk about stepping into the unknown. And I love my husband. He is the king of internet searches. When he puts his mind into finding something, he can pretty much find it on the internet. I don't know how he does it. But originally we had looked at a few places prior to deciding to move to Indonesia, but the cost was prohibitive. Luckily for us, some short-term rentals in some vacation locations in the U.S. popped up that would now be affordable as long-term leases. So we decided that if we were going to stay in the U.S., why not go someplace that we had previously dreamed of moving to? We signed a lease for six months and booked our tickets to Hawaii. We have now found ourselves on the island of Maui, a place we have frequently visited since our honeymoon of 28 years ago. After our mandatory 14-day quarantine, we've been able to get out a bit and enjoy this beautiful place. So here we are, calling Hawaii home, at least for a bit. But there have been some challenges, which brings me to today's topic, the if-then-I'll-be-happy philosophy. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this. You can pretty much put any category into this belief. For example... I think this is probably the most common. If I lose X amount of weight, then I'll be happy. Or maybe if I do this, insert whatever you want here, maybe buy a puppy, have cosmetic surgery, have a baby, get the promotion, then I'll be happy. How many times have you caught yourself living this belief? I know that I've spent a lot of my life living by it, probably more than I should have. But it's been interesting catching up a bit on social media. I've come across several of my friends who have posted about life lessons they've learned so far. They are years younger than I am, but perhaps my personal insecurities have delayed my learning 
these lessons. Yes, I've always been a bit insecure and maybe that's why I've lived by certain numbers. I think a lot of us live by numbers. Numbers tend to validate us. Some of these are the numbers on a scale. The number you are, if somebody says you're a 10 or a 100. How about a clothing size number or measurements? Maybe the number in your bank account or the number of items you own of a particular brand. Or maybe the number of people that liked or commented on your post on social media. These are just a few examples, but whether we recognize it or not, for some reason, those numbers have defined who we are and what value is placed upon us. The lesson here is that numbers do not define us. Our value is not defined by numbers. Your worth is not limited by numbers, but we tend to still stick to this concept. I am working personally on undoing some of the wrong beliefs that somehow I've allowed to define me, such as one of these. It's taking time and I can tell you it's going to take more time because being patient with myself is not an easy task. A friend of mine shared a quote recently and it says, sometimes I wake up and have to remind myself there is nothing wrong with me. I have patterns to unlearn new behaviors to embody, and wounds to heal. But there is nothing wrong with the core of me and who I am. I am unlearning generations of harm and remembering love. And that takes time. The if-then-I'll-be-happy theory truly is dangerous, but maybe we have to have those things to really learn life's lessons. I know I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't go through the things that I have. So let's go over a few of the things I've learned with the numbers I listed previously. The numbers on a scale don't make me happy. If I hit a certain number, is it for me or is it because I'm trying to please everyone else? And are those numbers the right numbers for me? I could be unhealthy at a perfect number and then gain the weight back in a short time or maybe even more weight. But perhaps at a different and maybe larger number, I could be healthy with more muscles and have a better mental mindset. Honestly, how my clothing fits and how I feel mentally are a better gauge than numbers on a scale. At least this is what I've learned from me. Being happy in my own skin is a huge life lesson. Another one is comparison is dangerous. If the world says I'm a 7 out of 10 and my husband thinks I'm a 10 out of 10, which is the one that I should be paying attention to? Until last year, whatever the world told me I was, that was what I believed. For some reason, the man that married me for better, for worse, should have been the one I should have listened to. But when it came to physical attributes, I was never happy. If I was only more pretty, then I'll be happy. If I only look like her, then I'll be happy. If I only had fill in the blank, then I'll be happy. The list went on and on. But the one thing I've learned while here in Hawaii, people come in all shapes and sizes and they all are sporting swimsuits and no one cares. A clothing size number or its measurements does not make you who you are. 
I know several women who are plus-sized and have more confidence than many of the non-plus-sized women I know. Again, learning to love who you are and not what size you are is what matters. I actually have a tank top that says strong is the new pretty, and that's what I am, strong. The number in your bank account does not define you. There was a time in our personal lives that we went through bankruptcy. At one point, we actually were penniless. But the one thing we had was our family. We had to learn how to change our spending patterns and shop differently. It was humbling to say the least, and it gave me insight for the future. Money does make things easier, but sometimes with that ease, we lose the true value of things and not just material things. The material things come and go, but it's the things of lasting value, such as relationships with family, friends, and for me, the relationship I have with God. And this last one is probably the one that I think may be of particular interest. If only 100 people like my post on social media, then I'll be happy. But once that number is attained, what then? It seems that the quest for more numbers will continue. And will we ever truly be happy? What does that happiness look like? I used to think that being an influencer meant you had to have X amount of people that followed you and commented and hung on to every word or photo you posted. You can be an influencer, but it isn't about the number of likes, followers, or posts. If you can help one person, then you are an influencer. The word influencer is defined as a person or thing that influences another. That influences another, not a hundred thousand not a thousand, not even a hundred people, just someone who influences another. That means one person. So don't let the numbers fool you. But numbers aren't the only thing this theory takes into account. It can cover a whole lot of areas such as travel, work, family, or other situations. Maybe you've come across some of these thoughts. If I move to fill in the blank, let's say Hawaii, then I'll be happy. Or if I work for this company, then I'll be happy. Or if I make this much money, then I'll be happy. Or maybe if I get married, then I'll be happy. Do you see where I'm going with this? The one thing I have learned is that this philosophy will always be a part of life. It's unavoidable. You're going to face the thought of if, then I'll be happy throughout your life. The thing you have to pay attention to is, are you going to let it take over and determine your value? Or can you find happiness without having what others seem to have? Are the things you're looking for the things that bring lasting happiness or achievement? I'm not saying that you shouldn't strive for goals or achievements, but take a look at them with the perspective of are they to better you or to make you look better than someone else. I can tell you through personal experience, I've let society dictate who I am and my value and at what cost. Unfortunately, I've paid the price in my health and in my marriage, in my family, but luckily I've been able to recoup some of those costs. 
I'm grateful that I have a loving husband and a family that supports each other throughout life's challenges. As mentioned in the quote I referred to earlier, I have patterns to unlearn, new behaviors to embody, and wounds to heal, but there is nothing wrong with the core of me and who I am. I am slowly learning these things, and maybe there are days that I go backwards in thought, but again, I am brought back to reality when I see someone else post their struggles with the same things. Thanks to all those who influence me to be a better person. Your personal struggles and life lessons are great examples for those of us who get distracted by the thoughts of the if then I'll be happy belief. Life is too short to let this belief get in your head. Find happiness in the moment and learn from the past. And as Bobby McFerrin immortalized in song, don't worry, be happy. Thanks again for tuning in. Be sure to share, sparkle, and subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. And connect with me on Instagram at the underscore sparkle factor for additional gems of goodness. And as always, leave a little sparkle wherever you go. Until next time, keep sparkling.